Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today we're going to talk about the sales process. Yes, I decided to take a step back today, and let's just talk about the need for a sales process. What is the sales process? What do you need to do to build your own sales process? But more importantly, why is it important to have a sales process? Now, studies have shown that the most consistent salespeople, now it's a key phrase here, consistent salespeople are those who use a sales process. And in fact, the company Sales Benchmark Index had some interesting numbers and I wanna share them with you. So get ready to mentally note these or write these down. If you have a sales process, you are more likely to win 48% more deals. 48% more deals for people who have a sales process. That's why they win more deals. You're also able to shorten your sales cycle by 37%. Now, let me repeat that one. You're able to shorten your sales cycle by 37%. What does that mean? Let's say that it takes you a month to close a deal. It takes you one month, 30 days to close a deal. If you can shrink that by 37%, percent, that basically means you can probably, you know, have it done in about three weeks. In other words, you go from four weeks to about three weeks. Okay, I'm, I'm rounding off numbers here, but you get the idea. In other words, it's no longer going to take you a month. It'll just take you somewhere between two and three weeks to close the deal. Why is that good? Because if you can close more deals faster, that's called increasing your sales velocity. And if you can close more deals faster, that means you're able to work on other deals to put in your pipeline. Get the idea? Last but not least, the study also showed that people who use, more specifically, salespeople who use a sales process, typically generate twice the revenue per head in a corporation or a company. Salespeople with a sales process generate two times the amount of revenue than the average salesperson. That's why you need a sales process. Let me repeat the numbers again. You'll win 87% more deals. You'll shorten your sales cycle by 37%. And each salesperson using a sales process will close two times the amount of revenue per head as compared to somebody who doesn't use it. Can you now see why having a sales process is important? So now that I gave you a big enough why you should have one, let's kind of walk through it. Here are three other compelling reasons why having a sales process matters. One, having an established sales process of what needs to happen to advance the sale allows you, the salesperson, to be prepared. In other words, when you have a sales process, you know what the process is, you're more prepared. Two, when the sales process isn't working the way you want it to work, well, guess what? That allows you to analyze, adjust, or tweak specific steps in the process to get it back on track. In other words, you have a sales process. You're not closing deals. Then what you do is you maybe change certain things in the process, right? To see what begins to work until it finally works the way you want it to work. Because the opposite situation is that if you don't have a sales process and nothing's working, it makes it difficult for you to fix anything. In other words, you can't fix what you can't measure. And if you don't have a sales process and you're guessing at it, you know, it's ad hoc. I've often hear salespeople say, you know, Victor, I just go in there. I don't have a process. I just wing it. If you're winging it in today's market, guess what? You're not going to sell consistently. And when you can't sell or you can't close and you fall into that sales slump, you're not going to know why. Why? Because you don't have a sales process. Third reason, training new salespeople and getting them up to speed becomes easier when you have a sales process in place. So if you're a manager, 
vice president, director, you have a sales team or business owner, you have a sales team under you, having a sales process would allow you to actually get people on board quicker. In other words, they can hit the ground running by having a sales process already mapped out, planned, maybe even with a script, your salespeople can get up to speed that much faster. So these are good reasons to have a sales process. Now, every market segment will have its own customized sales process. There's no one standard. There is no one right way. So let me give you two examples. I'm going to give you a B2B example and a B2C example. In a business-to-business, B2B situation where you're selling, let's say, a complex piece of equipment. That's what I used to do. I used to sell a lot of technology products. And so these are complex pieces of equipment, which will require more than one decision maker to sign off on the deal. Now, we've all been in that situation if you sell complex solutions where typically one person doesn't make the decision. You have to get a bunch of people in the room who are the key decision makers. So a sales process may look something like this. Step one is contact a potential client and ask those key qualifying questions to make sure that they're the right fit for your products. In other words, if I'm doing cold calling, I want to make sure that if I get the prospect on the phone, I'm going to ask those key qualifying questions to see if they really need my technology product. If I go to a trade show and I meet somebody, guess what? I'm going to ask those key qualifying questions to see if they're a fit for my product. Let's assume that they are. Then I know that the next step in the sales process is to set up a meeting with the key decision makers in the room. This is important. you got to get the decision makers all in one room. So step two is setting up the meeting. Step three is actually having the meeting and doing your presentation or your product demonstration. Typically, that's all wrapped up into one. In other words, you set up the meeting, you do your presentation, then you're going to do a product demonstration and do some Q&A to make sure there aren't any questions lingering. The next step may be, and again, trying to sell a complex solution, is that the customer may want to do a field trial or a lab trial. In other words, they want to test a product in the field or in their offices to see if it actually works. Then we'll agree on a time period, let's say a month, and then we're going to come back and we're probably going to get a report. They're going to give us a report on how the product performed. Then the next step may be is to push the product through the approval process. These companies may have an approval process for new products coming on board. Then, once the product's approved, we move into the pricing and proposal phase. That is, we finalize pricing. Now, they may have budgetary pricing initially, but as the product gets approved, you now have to move towards the finalized pricing phase. Last but not least, you get the first order. That is a typical B2B complex sales sales process. Let me go through it very quickly again. Contact the potential buyer ask key qualifying questions. Set up the first meeting with the key decision makers. Step number three, first meeting is set up, you do the presentation and or product demonstration. Step number four in the process is get a field or lab trial. Step number five is after the trial, get a product report. The next step could be the product approval process. Second to last is pricing and proposal. And when you get the first order, boom, the sales process is complete. Now, Let's go to a business-to-consumer situation where you're selling, let's say, pest control services and have to deal with a consumer or consumers directly. The sales process may follow these steps. Contact a potential client and gauge their interest for pest control. Second, you set up a meeting at their home. So you're going to meet with one person or maybe two, maybe an individual or maybe a couple. Third three is you're going to, when you're going to arrive at the residential house, at the residence rather, and you're going to greet the client and then you're going to ask key qualifying questions. 
After you ask the key questions, you're gonna conduct the inspection. That's step number four. Step number five is after you've conducted the inspection, you review the findings with the homeowner. After reviewing the findings, then you go into the next phase, which is review options and pricing, and hopefully you'll be able to sign the contract. Now, in this scenario, you can actually close the deal right there and then. Back to the B2B example, when it's a complex sale, you may have to come back two or three times just to close the deal. In other words, you did the first meeting, but now they want to do a field trial or a lab trial. You may have to come back just to walk through the product report, and you may have to come back just to actually walk through the product approval phase. So a B2B type of situation obviously has a longer sales cycle. A B2C, one-on-one, -on -one, business to consumer, you can close the deal right away, just like I showed in this pest control example. So again, two different strategies. Now, I want to close out by saying this. A sales process should be customized for your market segment. But let me add this little tidbit. You then take that sales process and you personalize it. Take your customized sales process and then you personalize it for how you sell. That is the most effective way to use a sales process. Use it the way you would want to use it, but still, the sales process gives you structure in your day-to-day -day selling so you'll stay consistent and you'll keep selling that much more. This is Victor Antonio. Again, thank you for listening to the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I really appreciate your feedback. I really do. Also, check out my sales training website, SeminarsOnSelling.com, where you'll find great training videos for you, your team, to help you grow your revenues. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. <laughs>